Welcome to Memory Lame, a bad songwriter podcast. I'm your host, Anna. Today, we have Will Hulsman with us. Hello, Will. Hello. Will is a prolific Chicago songwriter who has been in various incarnations of his band and other people's bands. But before he's writing the amazing songs that he writes today, he wrote some pretty bad songs. Isn't that right, Will? That is true. That is true. (laughs) When did you start writing songs? Do you remember like a time period or how old you were? Around 13 Mm -hmm. or so, something like that. And were you writing those on guitar? I started taking piano lessons. After I started taking lessons, then I kind of immediately started writing little pieces of music. Do you remember sort of what they were about or? I think the first few did not have words and they were just piano. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I started writing some with words. I remember there was one called like The Traveler or something. And it was sort of a Rolling Stones ripoff type uh-huh. song. Perfect. And I, I remember one of my friends made fun of me because all of my songs talked about walking down the street. <laughs> like every song would just be like, I was walking down the street. <laughs> like and I never walked down the street that you much. Never did so that. it was a little fake i think man such a poser from a young (laughs) age (laughs) yeah i was i was a poser before it was stupid (laughs) do you remember when you started performing songs for people did you write them for a long time before you ever started performing or uh it was not too long the first times that i performed were in my local church band Uh and as a part of like piano recitals for the classes that I was taking. So we have some of your bad old recordings here. Um, So the first one is called Big Old Boring Blues. Do you want to talk a little bit about that song before we give it a listen? Uh, Yeah. Like when you wrote it, when it was recorded, what it was about, if you you have a story there. I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't remember exactly when it was recorded, but I would get, you know, I was in my early 20s, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. And you know, when I listen to this song, it sounds like kind of just a, a throwaway, like something that I was just writing to practice recording or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's it seems very low effort as most of the songs that I sent you seem kind of low effort or <laughs> I don't necessarily think that I thought this was amazing at the time and I was correct that it was not amazing. So it's just, uh, yeah, sort Great. of a knockoff. Well, I can't wait to listen to this not amazing song. Yeah. Let's do it. They all get it. I've been hearing lots of talk about They all get it wrong. I've been losing lots of Old friends lately. Oh, this is sweet though. It seems I've yeah. found it's it starts out okay. It doesn't <laughs> get too shitty until the end. Safety. <laughs> Spend my golden years in song. Starting to get a little rough. <laughs> Book on a table or oh, something. Oh, really? like that. <laughs> Do you know 
know how you recorded this? I would guess that it was recorded in a Mac uh, laptop microphone, which they were not as nice yeah. 10 years ago as they are today. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's great. That's not the worst thing I've ever heard in my life, but it's just not good. So this next one we have is titled I Want Some. What is the backstory to this song? Uh, okay, so this song is a direct ripoff of a song. Oh, shit. It's called um, I Want Some of That, I think. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the artist's name, but it's from a compilation of influences of the band the cramps and okay it's the song that this is a ripoff of is a fantastic song this song is merely great <laughs> it's not not fantastic but just really good awesome <laughs> well let's give it a listen okay it's going i'm excited for this Is that kazoo? Yes, that's that's kazoo. <laughs> Thank you for noticing. <laughs> I want I want I want oh yeah. I want <laughs> Getting into it. I can't tell. I can't tell. Do you want some? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the you know, the the narrator of the song clearly wants some. Sounds <laughs> right, like right. a deranged individual. <laughs> <laughs> I played all the instruments on this, by the way. That's, <laughs> That's amazing. Is it amazing. Yes, I agree. Uh, <laughs> I really like, like yeah. the cough at the end there. It was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't remember what that song is about. Um, maybe it was dinner time or something. I don't know. Right. Uh, that would make some sense. Yeah. I can see. I can see that. I could get that vibe from it. Do you have a lot of old recordings? Like, what was it like going back through these? Like, I don't know if you had a lot of stuff to comb through or not. I, I do have a lot. I have a lot on my computer, and that's the stuff that I went through mm-hmm. for this. But then I have a ton of cassette tapes, and oh uh, yeah, then there's just a lot of stuff that was lost over the years. But it was, it was horrible to go through <laughs> all of it. You know, it was genuinely just terrible feeling. And uh, yeah, wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, I mean, now it feels fine. I, but for like, for some reason, as I was doing it, I was just like, I hope that I've gotten better, you know? I hope. That, yeah. That. Um, I have listened to your recordings and been on some recordings with you. Yes. And they didn't sound like what we just listened to. That's true. That 
No. Or if they did sound like it, it was only in the best ways. Yeah. I don't think I've heard much that sounds quite like that. <laughs> I mean, me neither. It's very <laughs> unique. Just another example of bad material recorded poorly, <laughs> I think. <laughs> yes. This final track that we have here is titled, I Want to Be a Good Man. Yes. Tell us about that, Will. Okay. I think that this is the worst one in my opinion. This was this mm-hmm. is would be the one that I find to be the the cringiest. Although it's sincere, you know, I don't think mm-hmm. I thought that it was a great song at the time. I think all of these were just very tossed off, but you know, it's just me in my mid 20s or something kind of uh you know, personally a mess and just really wishing that I could be better. Mm-hmm. and expressing that in the stupidest way. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think it, it's sincere, but yeah, it's just kind of bad. I, I couldn't tell you why it's bad exactly. But. I feel like for me, going back and seeing like the expressions of my own sincerity from when I was like 18 or 20 or 23 or something like that, yes. Um is really tough because you know that the emotions that that was coming from and you know like what was going on in your life um, and you're like, and that's what I made. <laughs> like that's the thing that I made with that. Like, yeah, oh no. <laughs> There's so much, so much to work with. Yeah. I also, I played a show with a songwriter that we both know and I think we both respect, a, a really good songwriter who I really looked up to at that time and mm-hmm. still. And I played this song that we're about to hear. And then this other person played after me and he played a song that was incredibly similar, both musically and lyrically, but was just well done and clever and good. Whereas mine was just obvious and whiny. uh, (laughs) And I was just like, wow, that was a power move. Like, you just played the song that's so obviously the same as what I did, but so obviously, like, so much better. (laughs) And I was very uh, despondent over that. That sounds like a very painful time. I'm so sorry. It's okay. So let's revisit it by listening to this (laughs) recording. something i don't know like what is you know actually what i think this that literally is is that i recorded this in a bathroom (laughs) and i had a new microphone and i didn't realize which end was the front (laughs) so i was singing into the back of the microphone that's uh that is beautiful yeah and i was like eh, i'm gonna go with that (laughs) 
It's a little hard to hear the lyrics. Would you mind reciting some of them? Do you know what they are? Um. Well, I know this part. I want to be a good man. Mm-hmm. And walk with my hands in his hands. Sort of a weird Christian thing. Oh, yeah. I was not really, like, religious. So what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> 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 you know, I do like uh, religious iconography and music is For sure. powerful to me and I grew up Catholic so whatever I got some drums again I'm playing all the instruments again amazing <laughs> this one is really muffled very muffled were the drums recorded in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> they were recorded in the Grand Canyon <laughs> work for that big payday and I hope I get it before I get old this song is like wanting to like it's basically like I want to be normal and you want to be a normie yeah I want to be a normie I want to be a normie and get a fat paycheck yeah <laughs> did you do it did you achieve it did, no. be, did you become a normie it's not working out for me <laughs> hope I reach what's far away when I'm the right way. See, it's just like, I think I was aware that that's sort of a delusional thing to be the right way. Right. But I didn't show that I was aware of that in the song. Right. But uh, who knows? Maybe someone else would like it. <laughs> this part possible. is pretty cool. I like this part. Yeah. Very early 2000s type style, I think. Oh, yeah. Things were a lot cuter back then. They were. They're really just not as cute now. RIP to that. (laughs) This is great. I uh, really really loved hearing these old recordings, knowing you're music now so how would you say uh your songwriting has changed or like has the process remained the same how do you feel like you've grown as a songwriter you know just the small questions i hope that i've grown as a songwriter i think Mm -hmm. that most of these things were not necessarily recorded for other people to hear yeah i don't know i sure hope so i sure (laughs) hope that i like uh you know, I spend a lot of time or I have spent a lot of time in my life kind of just sitting down and being like, I'm just going to like shit something out just yeah. for practice. Right. I think I'm now I question whether that is a good use of time. Like maybe it's a better use of time to spend that effort on things that are actually worth it rather than spending an entire day working on a song that I know is garbage. But I don't I don't really know. I got no answers. And I've learned nothing. Great, great. <laughs> that's that's what we like to hear uh, from years of songwriting. Is uh, years of honing an artistic practice is no lessons, no solutions. Yeah, I think I feel okay about that. I think uh, I might be more worried if uh, if I thought I had all the answers. Right is the most pretentious way for me to frame this uh, 
lack of knowledge no i better really it makes sense to me i mean like you don't feel as though like you've reached some sort of end goal or you're not not like and now i am a good songwriter what what would the finish line be right like there's no finish line you i assume you want to keep writing songs your entire life yeah i think it's like a constantly changing process and like one of experimentation and like that i think shitting (laughs) just shitting things out I don't know. I, I think that just really works sometimes. Yeah, well, it can. Sometimes even if I'm not into something, other people will like something that I've put less effort into more than things that I've worked on really uh, for a long time. I think a thing I've learned is to show my songs to people, even the ones where I'm like, I don't know. Like, this is probably shitty. Right. Because sometimes I do that and then people are like, this is a great song. I had one song like that where I was like, oh, this is nothing. Like, I just did this, you know, whatever. And then I showed it to some people and they liked it and it ended up on, you know, my next album. Sure. Yeah. So you never know. That is very true. Thank you for being understanding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it it's all terrible and you think that everything is bad, but I guess it must not be that bad. Yeah. I would say for me, looking back, there are a few maybe like two to three songs that I would be like, this is a good song from the beginning to the end. Yeah. So I think I can't, like, I can't depend on thinking that my own work is good to continue, (laughs) you know? Right. Yeah, I think for me a lot of times there's like one line or one piece of my songs that totally. I I wrote the song so that I could do this part. Like this yes. song is like for this one part. I think there's really only one song of mine where the whole thing does what I want it to do and all of the words say exactly what I want them to say. Right. It's it's hard. It is. It is really hard. Yeah. Even the the one that you feel that way about it doesn't necessarily reflect how anyone else in the world oh, would no. feel about it. So, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> Yet I can't stop doing it. I really haven't found anything that I feel good about the way that I feel good after making some music. If I think there's anything cool about it, it just, yeah, there's not much to match that. I don't know. Maybe it's the same for you, but it's like never been a choice for me. Yeah, I mean, I recently I stopped playing music for quite a while, and I've been doing it more lately. And yeah, it's just, it makes me feel okay, and it kind of fuels me in a way that I haven't found anything else that can take the place of that for me. Yeah, same. So what are some things that have been inspiring you lately? Bands you've been listening to, songs, albums? I've been listening to a shit ton of music mm-hmm. lately. Two albums that I've been really into. There, I just heard this album called You're Dead by Flying Lotus for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I fucking loved that. And then I just re-listened to the album by FKA Twigs. Yeah. And I had heard that before, but I wasn't all that into it. But I was, for some reason, I just listened to it louder this time or something. <laughs> It really like hit me. For newer stuff, I've been really into the new album by Jenny Haval, or I don't really know how to pronounce her last name. Me neither. And then uh, Holly Herndon, which are both kind of like electronic-y song, singer-songwriter type albums. Mm-hmm. And that's my shit right now, so I've been listening to a lot of that. 
Well, what do you have coming up? I've been just recording at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a fully finished album, which you are on. I know. Which I... I listened to it in the Dropbox folder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that might come out someday. We'll see. Oh, and Will's project is called Tragic Trip. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, so I don't know publicly about uh, any of that. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. Absolutely. Um, so go check out Tragic Trip. There is stuff on the internet and stuff coming out in the future. Yep. There's there's a band camp. There's a Facebook page. There's not much on the internet. But bookmark it. Check back every once in a while. It'll probably be there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. (laughs) Okay, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. My mind is on my sunny situation. Hey, thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Bad Songwriter and on Twitter at Bad underscore Songwriter. If you enjoyed, please rate, review, subscribe, and send to a friend. It would help us out. We'll be posting links to Tragic Trip's music since they're not on Spotify, but we'll add the other band recommendations from this episode to our playlist. You can always find the link on our accounts. Thanks. Bye.